Hey folks, welcome back to Can't Make It Up Podcast. Can't make it up, baby. I'm the Chief. To my right is the Super Doc. What's up, Chief? And hanging out on the keyboards tonight is the Super Executive Sound and Mix It Up Director, the one and only <laughs> Bourbon Bass B-Dub. What's going on? Oh, Threw a little curve oh, at you, didn't I? Man. I swear my title just keeps growing you by the are, day. Man, it just if your paychecks increase with those titles growing, it'd be nice, right? Yep. Man, you know what they say in Texas, man. Right before a cold front, it's going to be the hottest day in Texas. Son of a gun, it was hot today. Oh, Lord have mercy. It was, in, it was close to 100. It was 97 or 98. It felt like 105. Yeah. Where I was at. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> I'm just glad I was able to get here and get the AC going for everybody. It does. It, it's. I'll say, much to my surprise, it's a lot cooler than I expected it to be. <laughs> it would have been a little cooler, actually, if uh, something would have been done a little different earlier. But Uh-oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh would you like to expand on that something? Somebody didn't put water in the AC unit. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it happens. <laughs> I, when I got home, I said, hey, so did you add water? No, I don't think it needed it. <laughs> and it didn't at the time, oh, but it shit. did when I came out here. Hope he never has a pet. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Yep. Got it cooled down a little bit. Yeah, it's feeling good in here. It sure is. And uh, we got some cooler weather coming. That's what they say, and I'm excited. Tuesday night, low 61, and people uh, up north are listening to that and probably thinking, they think that's cool weather. Well, it is for us. It's uh, probably thinking, man, that's our high during the summer. (laughs) So it's going to be on, you said on Wednesday night, the low is 50. Yeah, like 51 or something, 53. So you go from 100 to 50. Cut it in half almost. 55. Yeah. It's going to be cool in Texas, Bubba. There will be people wearing jackets. I will be wearing a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I'll be wearing a jacket. Uh, depends and on how long I'm going to be outdoors. I'll be wearing shorts and a t shirt. Oh, my goodness. Loving every minute of it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be some good Texas football weather. That little cooler weather gets oh, here. Oh man, they'll be hitting them tigers will be hitting a little harder and moving a little faster yeah, on they, this Friday night. They need to after <laughs> after this past Friday. Yeah, it's a pretty rough venture or trip, road trip down to Belleville, they Texas. Took, they took a ass beating. Took one on the chin, man. Is what, thirty five to nothing after the uh, the first quarter? Yeah, I think it was pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad. I can, t- I can tell you this. Belleville's got two Division One running backs, and they're, they're going to be a tough team in yeah. 4A Division One. They're ranked six, I think. They're I, good. They look they're like good, no doubt. they could be the number one team in the state. Or at least Rockdale made them look that good. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're pretty good. They're very disciplined. They're, they're a well-coached team. And man, they got speed, and every, I just—it's crazy. I didn't watch the game. I kept—I caught bits and pieces of the score, and but, you know, hey, sometimes a loss is good for you. Sometimes the ass whipping's good for you. It, it well, swallow a little pride, man up, and let's go. Humble, right? humble you. They, let's go. It's, they've had two of them, and uh, went I out the rest of the year. I can't—I can't afford to have another loss after uh, that. So. Hey, you're getting my my. Pick them, predict them is getting close to being accurate. We'll see. Unfortunately. A lot of season left. 
There's a lot of season left. We're getting into district play now, and it's yep. going to even out a little bit. Yeah, it will. It's uh, So we'll find out what we got now when we get into <coughs> district play. Everybody starts playing each other. We'll have a good idea of what the Tigers really going to look like, you know, when it comes to playing competition in their, you know, in their, their division. And looking across the river, Cameron is now yoing for. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though, I, I've looked and uh, they have played some. They played some really tough teams. Yeah, and uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. I mean, four losses is sometimes can be a little demoralizing, but I get that. You know, it can be, uh, but no matter you, you can throw the records out the window when it comes to the Battle of the Bell. Yeah, no doubt about it's that. It's typically always a good ball no game. No doubt about Except that. Except that year Rockdale put the spanking on them 80-something. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I think that was, was fun. I thought Texas Tech showed up and played that <laughs> No night kidding. Reckham Tech, baby. That was probably one of the most fun games to watch because both teams just dominated. They lighten it up. Oh, yeah. Jeff Miller had it rolling that night. Yep. I, I think it still holds the record for uh, highest scoring game and you were videoing them, aren't you? You were still yeah. in high school. Yeah, I was still yeah, in high school. I thought so. Hey, one thing about it, if Cameron ever gets the opportunity <laughs> to put more points on the Oh, board, they're going to wrap them up, gonna, baby. They're going to put them up there. Better not have a down game. And, you know, <laughs> going back the opposite direction, I guess going, uh, well, that'd be north, northwest uh, of here. Got the Granger Lines. Yeah, man, our old buddy Brent. Our old buddy, our, our devout listener, Brent Drummond, Coach Brent Drummond. OC, right? I don't know if he's OC. Yeah, I think he's something with the offensive line. There you go. He's not the OC. I talked to him last night. Hey, we'll, he, give, we'll give him a yeah. new title, too. We'll he's the head coach, isn't he? <laughs> we'll call the head coach up right now. Tell yeah. The uh, Granger Lions are 3-0 and by way of one um, – Damn a lot, not default, but uh, somebody canceled. Yeah, somebody canceled. So it's actually a uh, they're four and zero really, but the record just shows them to be three and zero. Yeah, and uh, so they got it rolling over there in Old Granger, Texas, man. They do. He said I talked to him yesterday evening. He stopped by the house and uh, he said they had a nail biter this past Friday night. So they won with just seconds left in the ball game. Beat Rosebud lot. Says it's a good game. Thirty one twenty four. Yeah, says it's a good game. Uh, he said their kids towards the end of the game just kind of ran out of gas you know yeah. that that's what changed well that's what happens in small schools you don't sure. have as many players that players play two ways and, and that that's what he said doc he said if if we had four to six more you know good athletes don't have to be great athletes we had four to six more good athletes on the field it had been a lot easier for us yeah it's gonna cool down though and they'll be able to play they go a little harder and not run out of steam yep he was excited he was going home last night about eight o'clock to uh review film and do player um, reviews i'll tell you what a shout out to all these high school football coaches during this time of year they have zero family life i'm talking about zero and that's in all sports you know all high school sports yeah but i'm telling you what football though the the amount of time that is spent on on just just in the film room and that's usually done away from i mean those guys got to do their homework a lot of times at home yeah and and then they get together and they watch film together but you need to know you already need to have your stuff broke down so when y'all have y'all's group coaches meetings, you, you know what you want to talk about. True. And uh, so it's, it's, I mean, 
every every sport there's a lot of time that goes into it, but football there's so much time spent looking. I mean, even during the summer, you're looking at what the team teams uh, yeah. that you're going to well, play. I know. With. Whenever Coach Miller was still a coach, every Saturday morning, they would come down and break down every single game, play by play, until everybody had enough notes. Man, to where Monday through Thursday they were hitting it hard. Trying oh, to yeah. work out the kinks. That's yep. a lot of time and effort, baby. It is a lot of time. Damn. You know, I mean, you break down a a three-and-a-half-hour game play-by-play, play, and each play is about seven to ten seconds. Yeah. Well, it's a then, long then, time. But well, then they come back Sunday to put their game plan together most of yeah. the time. Yeah, the True. coaches come back to put the game plan together. Yeah. I, you know, I played golf with old Miller a lot on Sundays when football season wasn't going on, and, uh, man, he just pretty much didn't see him when football season started. Yeah, and uh, hey, you know it's, that's just what they do, and that's they love it, and and uh, and everybody does. Them lights come on, and everybody gets excited, and you know it's just another Friday night under the lights. True, Texas Aggies won, pulled out, pulled out of victory. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't play much. Didn't play a, a very big foe, but they won. No, they won. No. So uh, we got the. I, I think I heard today they have them favored. I don't know how many points. Not by much against Arkansas up in Dallas. Arlington. Uh, and uh, they're playing at whatever Jerry's World. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. And I'm basing this on that one game I watched Arkansas beat the pants off Texas. I got Arkansas in that one. I got oh, Arkansas no. by six in that one. They no. they no. haven't beat us at all. Well, it's, they, they, they were an improved team. Uh, what you're going to see, in my opinion, you're going to see a lot of defense. Yeah. You're going to see two really good defenses. And it's going to be a different – the difference in the game is going to be who can hit the big play. And, uh, you know, A&M's been able to do that the last, I don't know, seven, eight years. And uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna go that they're going to – they're going to they're gonna hit that big play. Uh, I've got them – I've got them winning by – uh, about 12 points. I just total opposite of that, man. Yeah. That's all. We'll know. We'll know Saturday, right? Uh, yeah. What time's the game? 11 two, o'clock. Two, isn't it? No. Oh, two. Two thirty. It's the big game on the SEC. Okay. On, it's going to be on uh, CBS. Ten four. It'll be the, the SEC always puts our marquee game at two thirty. So. Okay. And Longhorns are back. <laughs> That's what I heard. I think they're ranked. Somebody said ESPN ranked them again. I don't know. Well, yeah, ESPN's going to rank them. They got the friggin' Longhorn chip. They beat, they beat Kissing right. their ass. Hey, we'll see. Hey. Come on, Texas. Let them, let hey, them that's probably why Arkansas is favored by a few points and not the normal. Hey, Texas has got uh, Tech this week, right? Oh, I don't know who they play. I think they're going up to Lubbock, I think. Oh, really? Ooh, that's going to be tough. Yeah, Texas. Hopefully they're not great. Hopefully, hopefully our our Rockdale boy. Yeah. Oh, Cameron. Yep. Oh, Cameron. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully he'll uh, light it up, man. Has he been seeing much field time? Anybody know? I haven't I watched no him at idea. all. I I watched him a little bit against the Cougs early on. We we made Boudin Saturday getting ready for uh, the big uh, Brits. Yeah, three year. let's talk about that. So so I. We had the A&M game on and watched some of it, but it, it really got – we got busy and it was really hard to watch any football after yeah. that. So, but yeah, so uh, tickets, tickets. Tickets are on sale. 11 a.m. this morning they went on sale. And uh, they, and it, this is Monday. 
that we're recording this, not not Wednesday. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed out. that out. Yeah. So yeah. tickets tickets yeah. have been on sale for three days. How sales going? Can you tell? I can't tell. I don't have access to the numbers. Gotcha. From what I've heard, sales are going good though. From what, what I've heard, heard, they they're they're off to to really good start and and Brad intentionally set the price. I think a very fair very fair price. Yep. Seventy five dollars. Seventy five. Seventy five dollars ticket. Now understand if if you and your wife and your kids are going, all you need is one ticket. That's right. That seventy-five dollars is going to feed all four of y'all. Now, if you got some high school football players in your family, you might need two tickets. You got but, some big old boys. But you're talking about you're talking about, you know, forty-five cookers uh, that are all going to be uh, giving away samples. So, so you buy that ticket, it's going to get you access to to all the all of the cookers uh, that are cooking their food. You'll get a you'll get a wristband and a big tray, so you can go buy. You can load your tray up. And you can go sit with your family uh, in the backyard under the under the pecan trees in the shade. That's yeah. right. Go Listen be, to some good country music over there where Blair hung out while Dave was doing all the cooking. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, so there'll be live music playing during the event. Yep, live music. Uh, not ready to announce all that. Not okay, that was my that. next question. Are we announcing the the music venue yet? Our nope, music not. music musicians not yet but i can say peaches and cream are going to be playing they're the headliners so they're going to close it out yep they're going to close it out i never heard of them so it's going to be wes barlow and jody bartula so so wes right now is playing with uh kylie fry yep yep he's uh i mean i'll take i want to give a shout Uh, out to wes because real quick just a shout out to wes because He's working. This is his last semester at A and M. He graduate, and he is on the road. Uh, this past week, he was up in Colorado and back in Texas. They played gigs, and he's still doing school. He's still getting it done. Man, shout out to that young man. He's just man. He's working his tail off. He's working. Off. And he's not just playing gigs. He's played for Shane uh, Smith and the Saints, Dolly Shine. Uh, is I'm pretty sure he's played for uh, Cody Johnson a few times. Cool. So the music lineup will be announced in a couple weeks, probably, huh? Is that fair to yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple, say. couple so weeks. Let's finish up. So we West so, Barlow's so one of them. Peaches and Cream is uh, West Barlow and Jody Bartula. Jody Bartula plays for uh, Cody Johnson right now. Yep. And uh, another guy out of Lexington. I can't think of his name, but he's also. Pretty good high roller. They, they've been out there a couple of times to Brett's, and I've seen them pl- and perform. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're they good. really good. They're put on a show, and who yep. knows, who knows who they might drag in with them. Oh yeah, they you, they got lots of friends. <laughs> hey, and, no and, doubt. And if somebody's not on the road, musicians like to play music. So I'm not saying there'll be more than three, but no, there's no telling who all they'll have. And yep. and, and speaking of those seventy-five dollar tickets. Uh, can't make it up podcast oh yeah has a ticket to give away donated by doc's boudin yep so we're gonna have some parameters on how we're gonna give one of our lucky listeners this ticket valued at uh that's probably gonna be uh the tickets valued at over 75 dollars because of a few things we're gonna mention sure but uh be looking out for it on facebook uh probably gonna announce it on sunday on facebook yep 
on the Can't Make It Up podcast yep, page. The Can't Make It Up Facebook well, we're podcast. Do it. Let's do it on both Instagram and let's 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 yeah. do it on both. And of so, course, yeah. So you can you can participate on both forms. Yep. Go ahead. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, you just yeah, said Facebook, yeah. so I just want to make well, sure. Facebook you kind of threw him for a loop over there, Doc. He was right mid downstream of a good rant. Hey, that's that's normally how it and goes. You, well, come on you, with it. Fucked him up. Uh, yeah, I, I've already lost it now. <laughs> hey, just just <laughs> tell the ladies and gentlemen what they get if they win. <laughs> well, we've decided that uh, the winner of that ticket is going to get a special invite for Saturday night to hang out with all the pitmasters at the pre-party at Brett's backyard. And uh, so come hang out with Doc Spoodan and all the other pitmasters and uh, just chill out. Meet some people, you know, maybe have a beer or two and, and uh, just socialize and chill. And, and uh, they'll be starting the whole hog that evening. I will be yep. there. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, for I've a little while. Before. At least for a little while. <laughs> hey, you went home at 5 o'clock or 4.30 last year. Yeah, I did too in, much in, public in relations. The <laughs> in the afternoon. I did too way too much public relations. We set up it, two it, tents. It wasn't even. Like, I got to go. I got to go. You didn't do anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so I drank a lot. <laughs> I don't recall that at all. But anyway, we just misremembered things, I'm sure. Uh-huh. So, so it'd be a great opportunity for somebody uh, to come hang out and uh, kind of get a behind-the-scenes look and just meet, meet a few people. And, and I mean – Kylie, these guys are the salt of the earth. We say it all the time. They're they're no different than any of us, and and they're just good old boys. And yep. and uh, so there'll be you know there'll be some some pretty cool stories being told. And, yep. and uh, you know last year I just kind of enjoyed kicking back and just listening to the stories. And and uh, you know these guys are they they compete with each other, but man, they're all friends. I mean, they're really not competing. They, they're not really competing against each other as much as they're, they just want the very best product they can put out. Right. Yep. And, uh, and they, it's and they good support, competition. They support each other. I mean, as, as you see, there's 45 cookers coming. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, that's, that should say it all. There's, there's support for each other. Yep. And 45 cookers from five different States, uh, Texas included in that five and from two different countries. We got a right. cooker out of Mexico. Nice. Hey, uh, what time's that event going to start? It's going to start at three and run till about seven. Okay. Uh, question: Will he be open at early or at regular hours that day for from eleven to three? Or what's the what's the format? Uh, I'm I can, not. 100% I can tell you what sure. I was told yesterday because I had this conversation. It's going to be a limited menu, eleven to two. Okay. That's the plan at this time. If something changes, we'll yep. he'll yep. let you know. We'll let you know. But that that is that is his plan right now because he he really feels like uh, his locals that come every Sunday. He wants to give them their opportunity to come yeah. and have his food. And uh, cool. So you know they'll be in and out, and and uh, you know the is the hat guy coming. The hat guy is coming. Cool. <laughs> hey. Oh, Jimmy Pierce. Oh, Jimmy Pierce. Yeah. Jimmy's hats. 
That's not as Jimmy Pierce designs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like Jimmy's hats. Hey, we better. give him a new title too. Hey, we give everybody a new title. We don't give a shit. If you, hey, if you don't like your title, you call us and we'll give you a better one. Send us a message. It on might Facebook. not be better, but it'd be a new one. We'll give you a new title. You got Waterboy across the street over there. I ain't seen or heard from Waterboy lately. No, no, he's, he, uh, he must be depressed. I mean, all he does is drink water now. I know. <laughs> Can't get no beer. Can't get no damn beer. Has he been bringing you any beer, Doc? No, no, it's. Uh, hey, you never brought me hey, any in the selling, five or six years no, he's he, lived he over there. He dropped off a pack of water though. <laughs> they're selling, they're selling so much beer right now. They probably don't have any to give away. Probably but, true. Uh, no, he's he, they're rolling. They're doing good. Uh, I helped them out with their sales yesterday. <laughs> Of Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord. Never know. Might have, uh, hey, I'll take one of those over there out of that refrigerator, please. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, there could be some, there could be another announcement coming down the road, maybe that we might have a little surprise. What you talking about, I Wallace? We're talking about surprise. I'll take one, please. Now, <laughs> surprise, so what's this surprise? Now you got my damn attention. Well, what's this I'm surprise not, related to? I, I, huh? Look, Is it related to beer? Is it related to Doc? The, the backyard. Oh, okay. The party. It's related to the party. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, at this the point. party. The Brett's Brett. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, B Dub. Yeah. I'll hey. ask your dad if you can get back on the microphone now. We, uh, <laughs> hey, we're working every angle to bring <laughs> to bring the best we can to, to, to everybody that shows up. And uh, so, anyway, we'll see uh, we'll see how it shakes out. And, uh, but, you know, just like uh, just like Brett's working tirelessly, and and a man, a big shout out to I Crush Barbecue. Yep, Abe Delgado, <laughs> man, yep. he is uh, he's the guy behind the scenes that's really putting in the work to make all this happen. And uh, yep, he's working forward. overtime. He's working overtime right now, but he loves it. He loves it. You know, he did he did all the. Uh, he did all the stuff for Heritage too, and oh yeah, and, uh, cool. yeah. Him and him and Brett worked at Dell together, and and we'll we'll get more on him uh, next next podcast when uh, we're gonna have Brett in here, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the barbecue world, and uh, may even bring Abe in. May even bring Abe in. Yep, that'd yep, be cool. Yep. So he's actually got a podcast out that he did kind of live <clears throat> of Heritage. If you get a chance to go to I Crush Barbecue. Uh, check it out, man. It's it almost. I listened to it. I felt like I was at the event because he's walking around interviewing people as they're eating and That's and, cool. and they're giving reviews of the food and and all that. So it's uh yeah. No, he's a he's a cool dude. Worked for Dell for many years, and, and that's how him and uh, Brett got to be really good buddies. And that's how he learned about barbecue, man. He is a he is a big advocate for for. Texas barbecue and yeah so talking about salt of the earth people being a barbecue Abe is definitely one of those guys whenever he worked at Dell he would go down to each cubicle every morning shake everybody's hand ask them how they were doing talk with them for a few minutes move on to the next one cool. do the same thing just uh, all around great guy sounds like it hey speaking of barbecue I got two two com- two things to talk about Number one, I just realized, remembered, not seeing over there, that you got rid of your pellet smoker, Doc. That thing went on down the road. Yeah, what's the story? I sold it. I know, but why? I wasn't really pleased with it. Okay. You think it was the brand or just no, the... no, 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 uh, no. It's a pit boss. I mean, if you if you're in a pellet grills, get you get you a pit boss. They're good. Oh, it's it's the best out there on the market. Right. That's just not what. It's 
just not what I want. So you going back solely on that stick cooker, or what you going to do? Well, I've got, I mean, I've got a barrel pit right here. Yeah, that's got a I've barrel got my pit, other got barrel the pit. Other pit. Out. I mean, I've got barbecue pits. I got options. <laughs> I'm not. I, damn, I didn't mean to fucking offend you. He doesn't have a little Weber. <laughs> I, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got it's one. It's not even a Weber. I'm sorry you got one Coleman. little pit at your house it's right now. It's Walmart brand. I'm sorry you got a little 24-inch by 24-inch. That's all I got. I'm probably going to grill some steaks on it tonight, uh, I, too. I, I find it quite comical you want to talk about all my barbecue pits. I, I wasn't criticizing. <laughs> I was just asking a question, okay? Can I ask my second question now? <laughs> Okay. Do, do you do you want to give us a review? You went to a barbecue place in Taylor last week. Yeah, yeah. So I've you, given my. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Louis Miller's last uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't remember exactly which day it was, and uh, I did notice. So, so you gave you gave a review about some of the changes, yep. and and uh, so when I walked in, I, you know, I'm just checking things out, and and they definitely changed a little bit up, not a whole lot when you when you first walk in the door. Uh, I get up there to order. Uh, there is no more burnt in as a sample no while you samples. wait. They, they put the cutting block behind a shelving. Uh, and, and I understand why they do it because they cut it up and they set it on the shelving and the girls can. <laughs> right. Uh, and they're, they're going to more of a restaurant style. They're trying to speed the line up. And, and you know, I, the line did probably move a little faster than usual. Okay. Uh, I'd really chat my ass on no burn-in sample though i'll, I'll repeat that one more time because that, <laughs> that's, that's cause kind of brisket's highlight. 50 dollars a pound exactly <laughs> no i'm exactly. exaggerating on that it's high meat's it's, so damn expensive these days yeah, i don't know exactly that's why they did it but whatever reason they don't you no longer get that sample i thought that was unique because a lot of places don't do that it was very unique so they take one of the unique things away from them right so that's kind of a, that was a little little <coughs> yeah. knock on me so i've got brisket i got sausage and i got the beans uh my typical go-to when i get you know when i go there and uh you know the brisket was good uh you yours was cold you 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 had some complaints on yours mine was mine was good uh it lacked a little flavor but that's any barbecue place on any given day you don't always get the exact same flavor uh the big kicker that you pointed out was the the uh sop style uh, barbecue sauce. They don't have it anymore. On the table. That's gone. They've got three different styles of sauce. And I'm not a sauce guy, right? Correct. But but I did like that. It's more of a sop with the other one was. I like dipping bread in I that. like dipping That's bread That's what I in. used to do is dip it, bread exactly. in that sop. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes sometimes I dip my brisket in there. If it's just a little dry. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, just to help it out, just a smidge it. Because, hey, everybody has that. A little time, you just get a little dry every now and then. Yep. And uh, so once I got through eating, I put a little bit of all three sauces on my uh, platter. And I just did the little finger test uh, with each one, kind of cleaned my palate after each one. And uh, was not a fan of their barbecue sauce. I wasn't either. But I don't go, I don't go to a barbecue place to eat barbecue sauce so at the end of the day i don't really care about the barbecue sauces uh yeah this but, is texas not but missing Carolina. missing that missing their go-to old sop yeah. was a problem for me and rate the sausage uh the sausage was uh it seems like a lot, a lot of these places are having the same problem they just don't quite get the sauces done the casings are just they don't have snap to them yeah, they're they, tough they, they're tough and and so uh, i think a lot of that has to do with uh, 
something that's going on now with uh, the meat packers and processing plants because if you go anywhere, none of them have snap to it anymore. It's I don't that's know if it's I don't know if it's casings what they're feeding them. I cooked, I smoked on my little Walmart grill last night on charcoal, Kingsford charcoal. Six of the Myers Elgin hot uh, sausage links. I cooked them down like Doc and I like to eat them, right? Not dry, mm-hmm. but that skin's wrinkled up. Yeah, yep. that, if you do that, that, that it had snap. That's going to have snap. It if had you cook snap. it to that, just going to have snap. But some people like sausage greasy, some like it a little drier, some like it real dry. So it's it's a balancing act. But to me. And I don't, I don't disagree with you, B Dub. That there could be something going on with with the uh, casings. You would definitely know more uh, so than us. <laughs> but I, I don't think anybody knows that directly. But it could be that, that could be there could be something in the process that's changed that is affecting that somewhat. But to me, I, I, I got to agree with Chief. You could cook it a little longer. You can get that snap. You can I get mean, that snap if you a, want it. Yeah. So cook it a little, I mean, long, a little longer, a little hotter. Oh, overall, overall, it was good. It was good, and uh, it wasn't great, but it was good. Yeah. And uh, uh, from one to ten, ten being the highest score. What's your score? Ten I'm being a, number one on Texas Monthly. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> put it. I'm gonna put it in the. I'm gonna put it in the six, nine, seven range. Damn, you scored them a lot higher than me. I yeah. think I scored them in the four and a half. Yeah, to five. no, no. It, my meal was not bad, and, and uh, they man, don't deserve to be in the top fifty. Well, there's going to be a lot of people, I think, surprised on who's not in the top 50. And, and, you know, I really don't know what's going on with that right now because the guy that's running is off out of state eating barbecue all over the place, and you'd think you'd be working to get the damn top 50 shit figured out. <laughs> yeah. But You, you think know, Daniel listens to us? Hell no. Probably not. <laughs> I, I, and we're going to see. I, hey, we'll see how it shakes out. I think people are going to be shocked. On who's not in there? Yeah, and you, you uh, act like you have a little insight. I, I don't. Doc. I, I don't have insight. I just I, you can follow what he's done. Yeah, he, you he puts his stuff all over Instagram, yeah, and you so see where he goes. He'll go through and, especially on the stories, he'll take a picture everywhere he goes of the plate that he gets and where he's at. I got you. And every now and again, he'll give a review on certain places, whether they're good or bad. And he's really not scared to tell you, hey. Do not go and eat at this place because it just sucks. Okay. Fair well, enough. I, I tell you what. The other thing that really, while we're while we're talking about this, I mean, he he puts way too much into sides, desserts, yeah, and specialty bullshit. That I mean, <laughs> it doesn't go, matter in the barbecue judge it, world. Let's judge right? it. Well, yeah. I mean, these get, crap places. Get the Texas trio with a side of beans and call it good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's but Cat Mama's got to have the potato salad. She's yeah, well, a potato salad fan. Hey, I'm not. A, I'm not opposed <laughs> to that, but really, you, you you judge it off the meat <laughs> at the end of the day. Oh well, yeah, I'm not saying and that. If they have terrible brisket, terrible ribs, terrible chicken, sausage is just way too greasy, slides off the plate. But you give them high ratings because of the sides or something. There's an issue there. There's an issue. Right. A little favoritism. So, I mean, honestly, if I go to a new place, I don't get size normally. I get meat. I get. I try a little bit of everything because I'm there to try their barbecue. I want to see how good they do everything. Yep. So, you know, once I've been once I've been there and I know what they do and I know what they're really good at, then usually when I go to that place, that's what I'll get, and I'll get a side of beans, 
and maybe some potato salad, just depending. But well, I uh, had a little, a little exciting Saturday night. Um, Friday, I had a new alarm system installed in the house, Vivint. Yeah, I've seen that. I've come to Vivint, pick you up. Vivint, came to pick you up to give you a ride, and I was sinking the whole time. Yeah, you knew I'd. Y'all are gonna. This is gonna be a pain in y'all's ass for it's all said. Well, it's my fault. Uh, it always is. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to our niece's wedding. Our niece, uh, J.C. Parsley, who is now J.C. Scoobel, got married Saturday out at Lee Chicken Man's place. Beautiful wedding. Great. Uh, out on the San Gabriel yeah, River. Yeah, on the San Gabriel River. Reception at the Casey Hall. So Courtney had come home with. What did Lee cook for the wedding? Pork steaks. Nice. Thick pork steaks. Nice. Uh, Can't go wrong. Courtney had come home with her dog, Molly Sue, a little uh, about the size of a poodle. We armed the burglar alarm when we leave. About the size of one of your turds or what? (laughs) (laughs) So you can either arm it that you're home or arm it away. And if you arm it away, it activates the motion detector in the house. So I armed it away, not thinking about the dog because we don't have a dog all the time, right? Right. So about 9 o'clock, I walk out of the KC Hall, and I happen to look at my phone, and I see I got missed calls from Vivint, Vivit, and text that there's been an alarm activation at my house, and the authorities are en route. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Another false alarm. Well, I call Rockdale PD dispatch and told them I was headed that way. And Courtney drove us home. Thank God she doesn't drink. She drove us home. We got there, and there are three police cars in front of a neighbor's house. They were smart not to park in front of my house. They parked in front of the house just to the east of me. My neighbor, Mark. Oh, and uh, they were they were checking her out, man. Hey, I give kudos to them. Yeah. They responded well. and Yeah, another false alarm. <laughs> so uh, I, I won't do that again. I learned my lesson on that. There'll be more false alarms. Don't worry. It could be. Out there. I don't have fire alarm, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not tied into fire. There'll be, there'll be, there'll be uh, plenty it's a good of thing false you don't. <laughs> that guy asked me. We'll he be said, pictures. He said, in the city of College Station, you can go down there and pay like a little insurance policy. That way, if you have too many false alarms, you know, because they charge you over there. He goes, do you yep. want to do that here? I said, I'm pretty sure Rockdale doesn't do that. No. They're just happy to run their lights and siren. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, just know that if there's a false alarm at your place, we're rolling every single truck. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a shit show over there. Oh, oh, we're, we're blocking off county blo- oh, oh, city blocks God. and everything. <laughs> Set up a scrimmer, boys. <laughs> Stretching hose. But uh, we <laughs> visited We visited with uh, Officer Franklin, a new officer, a, a young lady, Katie. Can't remember her last name. She's from Hutto. And uh, old Dylan showed up, Dylan Ford. He came dragging in late. He was the enforcer. Yeah, old Dylan. He should have kicked the door in. We had a picture. We uh, stood around on the back porch and bullshitted for a little while. And y'all, after they y'all all drank beer together? Checked out the house. Yeah, we had a few beers together. <laughs> We're joking. We are 100% joking. We only had one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, it was 10. Hey, oh, New York, damn. New York Fire, you can have... I think it's two and a half beers on a shift. Like, that's written into their rules. Nice. nice. So, who knows? Maybe Rockdale PD's following suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Chief, I got shit. my cooler loaded in my Tahoe. I only got two, though. <laughs> hey, Chief, uh, we just busted these 16-year-olds out there. Uh, I got a cooler full of beer. <laughs> got more down. beer for next month. <laughs> we'll put it in the fridge. Everybody can get their two out every shift. Oh, damn. You know, there was an officer here back in the day that if they did bust a kid with some beer that was underage, they'd drop it off down at the fire station. <laughs> yeah, there used to be a bunch of officers back in the day that would uh, take it for their personal. Yeah, Scott Morgan is probably the only one that was a sheriff that never wrote a single ticket. Old big Scott. And I think he was a sheriff for like five years. Never he was wrote a, a single. He wasn't yeah, a, he he was was he's a deputy. Sheriff. He's a deputy sheriff. But never wrote a ticket. Confiscated a lot of beer, though. I imagine <laughs> right. Oh, Scotty. Man, he's a good old boy. Hey, if there was a Saturday night, Friday night fight, whatever night fight, somewhere at one of the bars of the dance halls, old Scott was the first one on the radio. <laughs> I'm rolling. Oh, yeah. Because that big boy liked to rumble. He can, he'll clear out a bar <laughs> he'll room. clear out a room quick. Yeah, I've seen him many a times. <laughs> he never started one, but uh, he finished a lot of them. Man. Ah, shit. It all, uh, he would try to persuade you not to fight because he, he's like, this is not a good idea. Yeah. He, you know, he could rumble. Yep. He didn't really like to, but he was good at it. <laughs> yeah, so so y'all got that security. Did y'all go back to the KC Hall or is that <laughs> No, nah, we oh, stayed so home. Was that your, was my ticket to go that home. It's <laughs> nine thirty, man. I'm shit. That's my ticket to go home. Hey, I do have a question though. What the hell shirt were you wearing at the damn reception? It was a linen shirt. No, it Oh, at the reception. I thought you meant at the wedding. Like a black long sleeve. No, it was a black. No, it was a black polo uh, Under Armour shirt, golf shirt. That was not long sleeve. Man, (laughs) it's Under Armour, golf shirt. That didn't look like you. I mean, that that wasn't quite your style. I was questioning that. Ah, you know. (laughs) Cat Mama tells me I need to go shopping. I've been wearing the same shit for about three years now. (laughs) I'm just kind of opposed to going shopping. Yeah, but yeah. I'm surprised you didn't wear a fedora. So, <laughs> I thought about it. Well, she's gonna have to buy your clothes now because you work for her, and it's true. Sure Maybe she get me. <laughs> she told me I need to get hooked up with Stitch Fix again, but uh, kind of you still do Stitch Fix, Doc. No. I can tell by your clothes you don't. No shit. <laughs> I had to get back a redneck. That was, that was, it was <laughs> nice to have new clothes to wear, but yeah, nah, it, it, nah. Nah, it, I, it really was affordable. Honestly, it wasn't bad. And I, I but y'all must I, have had a different package because every time I got something, it was like seventy dollars shorts. I'm like, yeah, yep, can't justify that. It's expensive. I mean, it depends on what your taste is, right? But uh, I, my taste is cheap. Doc's got expensive taste. Look at that damn beer he's drinking over there. Yingling. I, I tell you, I'll tell you my shopping. And the last time I've gone and shopped for any clothes for myself, it was FR clothes, flame retardant jeans and shirts for work <laughs> at, at Cavenders. That's pretty bad they wouldn't supply them for you. That's pretty bad. Yeah, well, they did uniform hey, tight now, crap. Now, I ain't now, into that damn. Now you just need shorts. Yeah. I mean, with your job now. Well, that's true. I do wear a lot hey, of shorts. You need a few pair of pants yeah. in case you got to go out in the, in the with the rattlesnakes. But. Yeah. I got my snake, my snake boots. But hey, I mean, on your shirt, so if you get, you can buy some high dollar polos. Put your name on it. You can just write them off as uniforms. We did that. We did the fishing shirts, um, fishing shirts. So last week you talked about being a car salesman back in the day. Yeah. Did you get to wear shorts back then? No, or they, hell no. They wouldn't so. let us wear shorts. So now, so now they got those guys. <laughs> I mean, Lee Jenkins wears shorts. They do year round. Yep. 
No, I, the owner of that Ford dealership in Elgin would not let us wear shorts. And I'm going to tell you a quick story about my, I, I'm a little envious of not being able to wear shorts every day. I'm I just going to say, but I ain't going to be a car salesman. <laughs> Thank God for guys like Lee Jenkins. You'd and, be good, Doc. Oh, I would not be good. <laughs> I, I ain't putting up with somebody's bullshit. <laughs> oh, he'd, he'd be terrible. He'd be the grouchiest ass car salesman ever. Well, we can go down here and get it for this price. I do better <laughs> leave. Ass down there, right? leave. I do better dealing with them trying to get a deal than I do being the guy trying to make a deal. So here's my story about lying. And we've probably all got our stories about learning not to lie. And this was when I was a car salesman at Elgin Ford. It's probably nineteen eighty six. Yeah, I'll take one more. 1986. Cat Mama's still in college. Uh, I'm living in Austin at the time in my apartment. Cat Mama is in the Chi Omega sorority. She's president of the Chi Omega sorority. Thank you, sir. And uh, they had their formal cotillion. So it's like a formal ball prom type event, right? Yeah. At one of the big hotels downtown Austin. I'd been registered to go to a sales seminar on Thursday and Friday. I'd already taken off Friday. I had approved day off Friday, right? So I went Thursday night with the owner, my brother-in-law, who's a general manager, and went to that sales bullshit seminar. Friday, I was supposed to be back there in the morning. I woke up Friday morning. I thought, fuck it. I ain't going. I'm supposed to be in Austin by noon for this sorority stuff. I ain't going. So Monday morning, to get to the dealership, and we have our sales meeting every Monday morning. Dismissed all the other salesmen, and my brother-in-law, the GM, and the owner said, War, we need you to stick around for a minute in the office. Yes, sir. They said, uh, close the door. I'm like, okay. Did you go to the uh, sales seminar on Friday? Yeah, yeah, sure did. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Can't make it up. Can't make it up, baby. Uh, where'd you sit? Oh, hell, I sat over in the same area that, you know, we sat Thursday night, Thursday evening. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, right, right in that area. And they got quiet for about 10 seconds, and I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> I yeah. knew I was caught, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they looked at me, and they said, the seating arrangement in the room was changed. <laughs> <laughs> These were ex my exact words. Well, fuck it, you caught me. <laughs> I lied. Yeah, and I couldn't deal with another day of it. <laughs> I know, right? So they couldn't, or they could have fired me, but they didn't want to because I was selling 15 to 20 vehicles every month. Right. I mean, I was pumping them out. I was making a lot of money for that guy. So they said, this was October. So they said, you're going to work open to close for the rest of the year. That was eight to eight. Oh. Open to close for the rest of the year. And you're going to pay us the $360 back that we paid for you to go to that seminar. So you made them more money. I made them more money. I ended up making myself more money, too, yeah, right? Yeah. But good Lord. Open yeah. to close. <laughs> good thing you were young back then. It was a good thing I was young. And, it, you know, I've actually told that story during job interviews. And I preface it with, you don't ever have to worry about me telling you a lie. <laughs> because here's my story and here's my learning experience from about either 85 or 86. Right, right. You know, when you're young, you're dumb. You, everybody makes mistakes, right? Yeah. And uh, you, don't, thing, you don't realize whenever they're asking you questions, they already know the answer. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. They're like detectives sitting over there. Yeah. How's he going to answer? I know he's going to lie. 
you know, a lot of that comes with age and experience. And I mean, we're kind of the same way. We, a lot of times we don't ask questions. We don't know the answer to that's when we true. Ask it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, but one thing about it, if you're young, you make a mistake, but you're, but you're a good worker and you're, you're, you're doing good work. They're going to look, they're going to, they're going to give you another chance. Majority of the time, unless right. it's just, yeah, unless it's just very flagrant. Right. You know? Right. So, so you being a good salesman helped help that situation out. <laughs> it helped save my if you, ass. If you were selling three cars a month, I'd have been gone. gone. They had a rule there at that dealership anyway. If you didn't sell at least eight cars a month, you're gone. Right, yeah. right. I mean, it takes. It, to me, I would think I've never sold cars. We just talked about me not being good at that. So, I would say that it would take a little bit of time to get your feet on the ground and get a clientele and a it customer does. base built and and so I, I could see it being a very the first few months could be it's tough. tough man you're just hustling that showroom floor traffic and that lot traffic and uh yeah wearing people out yeah that's wearing the one people thing I out hate. that's the one thing i hate like, you know the thing i had going for me was i can usually usually develop a positive relationship with someone really quick and I was able to do that in that sales business also, and that really helped me out. And then after about three years, I started getting that repeat business and that referral business, so I didn't have to work a lot of that showroom floor traffic. Exactly. And uh, it was really nice. You know, I, I usually got six to eight referral sales or repeat sales a month Right. after right. three years. You know, but sometimes, you know, if you just walk by, it, it, so – they kind of learned they're not as pushy nowadays, right? Right. And some do, some they are. But uh, I know we bought uh, Angie's Camaro back in 2017. We were out there looking, and, and a guy, one of the sales guys just walked by. He's like, hey, man, if there's anything I could do, holler at me. Yeah. And I said, Give you a little space, right? That's all he said. I said <coughs> yeah. You got, a, you got a card? He's like, yeah. And he gave me a card. And uh, <clears throat> so once, uh, once we kind of decided – that we wanted to try to see if we could work a deal. I went back in the Chevrolet dealership. This is at Covert in, uh, in Hutto. And they got the Chevrolet and the Ford dealership side by side. Right. And uh, and the guy wasn't over there. They like, I said, well, this guy, he's like, oh, he's, he's a Ford salesman. So I'm like, well, that's the guy I want. So they called him. They didn't like it. They called they him. They didn't he like came, him. <laughs> he came back over there and hey. So it was a really, it was a screwed up mess. And uh, long story short, we ended up making a deal. So we did the deal in somebody, some other sales guy's office in the covert Chevrolet <laughs> part of it. And then when we were done there, we went over to the Ford side to do the, to do the sign all the financing That's papers because he's a Ford sales guy. So it was, uh, the general manager was pretty mad at me that day. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made him take a, a. Oh, you made him swap the damn I wheels. Made him, I made him take yeah. an SS off the lot and put it on blocks to put put the wheels and tires off a <laughs> bit on. You dock blocked it. I, <laughs> you didn't cock block hey, it. You dock blocked hey, it. I'm gonna tell you what. And I thought Angie'd take a beating when she got rid of that thing. Man, she's hit a home run when she traded. I, I, you don't ever come out good on a car. Ne- no, usually not. She she knocked a grand slam on that one, so it worked out. I man, I hate buying cars. One thing I learned about selling cars is is usually the rule of thumb is no matter how good your price is. I mean, there's some point to that, right? But 
if people don't like you, they're not going to buy from you. They're not going to stick around long. They're going to develop that opinion, do I like this person or not, pretty quick. Right. Usually within the first three minutes of the conversation, they're going to develop that opinion. Yep. And, and here's the other thing I learned about selling cars. Once you get to the point of negotiating, back in the day, we negotiated as salespeople. We negotiated all of our deals. Right. It right. wasn't this, let me take it to the desk. Let me. Now, once we got to a number I thought I could accept, I'd go get it approved or not approved. Right, right, right. right. But all the negotiations, I knew that when it was time to finally stop, and it became the one who speaks first loses at that point. Exactly. And, man, I would sit there, and it would be a husband and wife in my office right across that little desk from me, and I'd say my final thing, and I was quiet. I was stoic. And most of the, old, most of the husbands get really uncomfortable because the wife's sitting there just looking at them, looking at me, looking at them, looking at me like she's – Without saying it, telling her husband, say something, say something. <laughs> and when they spoke first, bam, they lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, that day at Covert, I'd, I'd tell that guy, like, hey, there's no sense in doing it. The first time he went, the second time he's going to go, I said, I'll tell you what, you bring that summits back in here and we're going to have a talk. <laughs> and, and it was it, it, it was fun. Yeah, it, it's was actually kind of fun, you know. It's uh, uh I think the maddest I ever made a guy in business was it was when I was working at Elgin and I didn't put the values on the trade-ins. Right. I, you know, I was a sales manager that said, this is what we'll pay for it. I told this old boy what, a, what they thought his car was worth one day. Holy shit, I thought he was going to come across that desk and fight me. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah, no, I don't. Hey, You're a little attached there, fella. Yeah. <laughs> should just keep that thing if it means so much to you. <laughs> You're like, good God. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, yeah, you can't get attached to your vehicle. If you attach and it's, you know, it's just a business deal. But, you know, that's uh, one of the few cars I didn't buy down here at Miller Starnes, which is now Alpha One. Alpha One. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, so yeah, man, that's, uh, they, but she she wanted exact car exact color and there was two of them in the state and one of them was in huddo damn and we went over there on a sunday at the end of the month and man i'm telling you right now they were ready to make a deal that's a good thing it's you know what sucks about the car business these days these days and especially these smaller town dealerships um they don't have hardly any inventory, no new inventory because they, of this chip manufacturing. They do it Alpha One, baby. Well, Alpha One, does. most of that stuff's used over there. It doesn't matter. I mean, they it's, got it's, bar- it's barely used. Barely. They got a lot of. <laughs> barely. I, 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 I drive all over, man. I they got went, a lot went through Hearn inventory. the other day. They had like 10 cars on the whole lot. I mean. Yeah, that dealership on 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Samuels or whatever it's called. Yeah, I, don't know. Yeah, sure. I don't know what Alpha 1 is doing, but they got some nice cars there, too. Well, they, they, got, a, they got a lot of different dealerships and used car lots. and. I don't know yeah. all they, I don't know exactly. I, I think they have two oh, do Chevy they? places. Okay. And I know they have a high-end used car dealership in Austin. I mean high-end. Yeah. Ferraris and Lambos yeah. and yeah. let's go shop there. Well, That's what. Let's I'll, go waste one of those guys' time. <laughs> I, I've always wanted a Lamborghini for some damn reason. Doc, man. we'll we'll get you Stitch Fix and we'll dress you up <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go for it and test drive a Lambo. <laughs> hey, you know the guy walks in there and overall's got the most money. I had a guy out on the lot one day at Elgin. Uh, this big man in overalls. 
we're sitting down what we call this the sales watch area there was a barber chair up on a stage where we sat the next one up called it snake pit and that's where all the salesmen hung out when they weren't with the customer and people looked out there at him and said i ain't wasting any time with that son of a bitch i said screw y'all i'm going out there went out there and introduced myself to him he was from giddings texas his, his nickname was falstaff he <laughs> told me his name but he said everybody calls me falstaff he's a man of pretty large stature had his overalls on he said i said what can i do for you sir because you don't ask people if you can help them right because they don't need help nope and he's walking around and talking he doesn't need help and uh, he said i'm here to buy a pickup i said i'm here to, <laughs> i'm here to sell you one <laughs> and that day <clears throat> he picked out a truck we go inside i said would you like to finance this he said nope gonna be paying for it i said well i'll need proof of funds he said call this number right here <laughs> so i went down to our f and i manager's office i said call this bank in Giddings. he'll get proof of funds he had him on speakerphone and this was that lady's exact words i can't remember his real name but he said that man can buy whatever he wants <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I walked back in that front door after I delivered that truck and looked down at the snake pit and gave him the old thumbs up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Get it rolling, baby. Get it rolling. Yep. Yep. I, yep. Probably, yep. I'm going to tell this last story unless y'all want to stop. It's no. another car sale. This is a pretty good one. Let's, let's wrap it up on this last car. Yeah, probably the, the most unique story was I had these guys come in. They said they dealt in racehorses and they were attorneys. And uh, I sold them a this was in 1988 i sold them a used 86 ford f-350 dually so it wasn't too old right and they paid they brought in cash and a grocery sack for it <laughs> and then back in that time that truck probably sold for like ten or eleven thousand dollars so a few months later they come back and they want to buy a bronco sell them a used bronco cash a year or so later they come back and they want to buy a new bronco oh sell them a new bronco cash cat mom and i get married and go off on our honeymoon we come back my buddy lane herklotz from uh, from the who was working at the Mainer bank at the time managing the Mainer bank he calls me that morning he said wardo have you read the austin american statesman i said no he said you might want to check it out your buddies have been buying cars from you are now in jail <laughs> i said what the hell so i got the austin Austin Un-American Statesman out, and uh, they got busted somewhere out west. Uh, meeting, FAA picked up on a low-flying plane without any <laughs> navigational <laughs> lights on, and it landed at a remote airport. Needless to say, law, law enforcement was there waiting on them. It had hundreds of pounds of marijuana on board, and my customers... <laughs> We're there in the truck I sold them. <laughs> Your best paying customers. Yeah. With a gooseneck hooked up to it, and they were loading bells of marijuana in it when the authorities pulled up. Well, once one car <laughs> bought, <laughs> one car buyer down. So and, I figured out where all the cash was coming from. Hey, did you, you testify for them so they can keep no, buying from No, I you? did, but here's <laughs> the funniest part of this story. About a year or two later, I was at a club in Austin, and I ran into one of the guys. Gary something was his name. And uh, I said, how you doing? He said, do you read the papers? <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, well, then you know how I'm doing. I said, well, is there anything I can do for you? This was the exact comment. Do you know the governor very well? <laughs> <laughs> I 
said I can't help you. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, anyway, that's all my car selling. I thought that was a pretty good story. It is. A good one, yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Hey, uh, little little news, parting news on the way out. Uh, got official word today that Dave and Blair, or what's next, will not attend this year's podcast. Okay. Not, not attend this year's three year at Brett's. Okay. Uh, they've got conflicting uh, deals. So yeah. They're out. And uh, so we'll miss them, man. I was looking forward to hanging yeah, out I with them. Yeah, I was too. And, I like those guys. And, uh, they would have probably came on Saturday if they were coming, so they could have had the pre-party. And Is and Ryan Stroop coming? I don't think so. He's busy in school right now. Okay. Did uh, Dave and Blair say anything about our golf challenge? I don't know that they've got a chance to listen to that podcast Okay. Yet. All right. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for them to – I'm waiting. I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to wait for them to it, – it, they, Blair's been pretty busy, so he's probably a one or two behind. Okay. And he'll get caught up. So, hey, as we as we move forward, we'll see what see if they want to take the little golfing deal on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a pretty even match. Oh, there's no you doubt. And, you, and, you and Dave are pretty good. Blair and I suck. I yeah, think it's a pretty right, even match. Right, It'll be fun. I'll be there just to drink beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll keep score. You can clean my balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's Catherine's job. Just like, just like when he was when you were the chief, ain't it? I know, right? He <laughs> clean chief balls. Ha ha ha! All right, boys, man. It's turned out fun. fun. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, shout out to our buddy Brent over at Granger. Yeah, Brent, Co- Coach Brent Drummond with the Granger yep. Lions. Yep, keep them rolling, boys, and uh, let's hope them Tigers and Aggies can pull out a win this week. Here we and, go, uh, gig them and go Tigers. We'll see y'all next week. We're out. Love you.